Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and with me, Luis Rigo Flo. What's up, guys? What's up? Oh, what's up? Feeling great. Feeling really good. We're coming off a Clásico Tapatio win against Atlas 3-0. Um, let's, let's just jump right into it, guys. We did what we said we were going to do, right? With best performance of the season, right? Definitely. Definitely. In yes. about a year. In a, yeah, in about a, in a long time. Everything just came together perfectly. Probably, probably the best performance since that... Uh, since the away game in Toronto. Damn, that's a long time. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but you might be right. Not even a year? Not even a year. Yeah. It Sounds feels great. like a long time. Yeah. The stars align and it just happened to be the perfect game for it to align on. <laughs> Alright, let's start off. I'll read off the Chivas lineup. I think same lineup as last week against Nicaxa, Gudinho goalie, Van Rankin, Iramier, Pereira, Ponce at backline, midfield, Brizuela, Molina, Villalpando again, and uh, Carlos Cisneros, and up top, Pulido and Vega. And as we all know, Vega had himself one hell of a game. He had a hat trick. You know what's funny is that, I mean, I don't think I said it, but I thought about it when the, when the game started. I might watch Vega get, get his first goal this game. We, well, we've been trying to call it every, every game. <laughs> yeah, I call I know, it every but... week. Every week I'm like, this is, I'm like Vega's finally going to get his goal. <laughs> I think I told that to Ramon, I think, when he asked us from the, the Paradero Boys. Yeah. When I gave my prediction, I'm pretty sure I like right after I said maybe gets his goal. He got, I mean, he got his own goal last week. Oh, it was only a matter of time. Yeah, he was getting closer and closer. Let me just say about Vega and the goals he scored. It's like it's been it's what we said earlier in the season. I don't know if you guys if you guys remember when we were like he wasn't scoring, but he had that like he was really composed inside. Even on his misses, he was really composed and accurate. He's not one of those strikers that you say. Damn, he missed it. He like skied the ball, or he completely like missed it wide. Like you can't really remember any of those plays. Like it was always accurate. Maybe the goalie blocked it. and He was unlucky, but he kept his composure, and and that's what he showed. He showed it again to um on Saturday night. He kept his composure inside the box and and finished perfectly on all three shots. That's right. why we were never worried. Yeah, we there there was that one game. I think it was the what was it the Veracruz game where I started to see like. His you, frustration you. on the field. You. You were worried. I started. Yeah, Varro was definitely worried. <laughs> you tweeting from the Chivas del Norte account. <laughs> no, nah, the frustration, it... was visi- it was visible on the field. And then... <laughs> Varro was one game away from, should we start benching? No, no. He no, won. No, Varro won. Varro won the Madrigala thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's it. End this episode. Varro worse than the Mexican media. Wow. <laughs> No, but we, we, we knew it was coming. And then once he got one, the floodgates opened. But um, let's talk about the how the first goal came came to be. So basically, Chivas came out the gate with like the high press. And it forced Atlas into a mistake, right? The goalie, I think. Defender. No, it was, uh, it was Cisnettle. Cisnettle stole it from Cisnettle. the defender. Right. Yeah, yeah the, then, the, the, the defender went to go pass it, I think. And like... Yeah. He deflected it, right? When Cesaro went to pressure him, it deflected off his foot. 
Yeah, we, we, we give uh, Cardoso a lot of shit, but got to give him credit for the high press because Atlas been was fucking Atlas was fucking terrible on not not defend not just defensively but passing out the back, like they were really bad at passing out the back and, and Chivas was right there like constantly, uh, stealing the ball. I mean, Cisneros did that one. I think on the third one, Molina steps in and steals one. So it was it was a brilliant game plan and it worked. The perfect opponent to do it on. Yeah, at no point in the game did Atlas look comfortable. Yeah, they had like a little. Well, I'll talk about it in the second half. But so Vega gets the ball and the perfect chip. How how long did that ball hang in the air for you guys? I I, I watched that go in slow motion. Slow? I yeah. knew like instantly, man. I felt like it, yeah. As as I knew it, it was, was like good, but it in. just took so long to go in. It's like fuck. Yeah. I mean, it was so high that he could have ran it up to it and kicked it in. He, he almost did. He, he could have assisted but, himself. Yeah, you could tell that he kind of started running towards it, but then he kind of noticed like, oh no, it's going in, and he just kind of that's, started running. That's when away. I. That's when I was like, yo, this kid is really this kid is really a finisher. Yeah. Like, anybody else would have, like, brought that ball down and, like, maybe tried to run around the goalie or... Bro, we said, we said that, like, early in the season. We said he's... A, he's it's like for, we finally have someone that's decisive. Like, a, yeah. a, a natural, like, striker. He natural goal scorer. Yeah. He didn't it's even think his, about his, it. Right. His, it's just naturally to score the goal. And accurately, too, man. So composed. Yeah, he just... He hit it with the inside of his foot and, like... He knew what he was doing as soon as as soon as he went to the ball. But Atlas, I mean, they just they they never had anything. They were never in it. But we're talking yeah. about we're talking about. I was watching the highlights before the game. The whole first half, the only highlights for Atlas in the first half was them committing fouls on Chivas players. They had like no plays. Yeah, after that, after well, after like the second goal, they they started playing dirty. They just they started tackling hard, like unnecessary fouls they were committing. They started getting typical Atlas, you know. If there was only... that one player. I think they fouled Brizuela. The left back fouled Brizuela, and as uh, and as the player was walking back, Vega just like mushed him. <laughs> just but he grabs him by the face and like just pushes him away. And oh, that's that like was, the, that the was, whole little scuffle. That was on Pulido. Oh, it was on Pulido. Yeah. The guy fouled Pulido. And then since and then the referee didn't call it, he found them again. again. Yeah, yeah. And then and Alexis came and like snuffed them in the back of from, on the back <laughs> of his head. <laughs> but I like I like that like team unity. That's that's another thing I I want to bring up later. But um, we'll talk about the second Vega goal. I think it was another an, another Vega play. Like he got fouled, and instead of staying on the floor, he saw that Brizuela was making a run down the right. So he got up fast as hell and, and made a run. Brizuela dropped it right in the lane for him. He pulls up and rips it. 2-0 Chivas. That that play that that yeah. shows how smart Vega is, I think. Like Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about later on like what's like your favorite goal. And I know everyone loved the third the build up, but as far as like the goal, this is my favorite goal. Like the way he finished it from the angle. Like as soon as he gets fouled, because he's the one who lays it off. He basically does a give and go because he lays it off to Brizuela. He gets up and he, like his aware. You see the awareness of like there's kind of like a, a a gap down the middle, and he just runs right through it and finishes it on the first touch. I just a perfect finish, man. Yeah, I don't not a, he, not an easy angle either. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he had a shot from that 
almost like the They're same blocked. spot around like the fifth minute. Yeah, they got blocked by the defender, I think. So he had it lined up before too. This time he just buried it. Yeah, I would say as far as his the finish, his finish. This was my favorite of the three as far as his finish. Like uh, like you were saying, the angle. You know, a lot of people in that situation would maybe go far post, and he just looked up, took a peek at the goalkeeper. One touch near post, right by him, two zero. It was it was it was beautiful actually. Was um was the Molina, the Molina shot? Was that before the second goal or after the second goal? I think it might have been right before the right second before, goal. Right before, right? Yeah, right yeah. before Vega receives the ball with his back to the uh his back to the to the goal, lays it off for Molina, who's making Molina credit to Molina. He makes a great run into the box he lays it off and <laughs> terrible finish man <laughs> he just didn't know what to do he looked up he's like oh shit i'm one-on-one <laughs> was, uh, he hit it with his right too right yeah and he's righty that's yeah, how i finish so... him in my sunday league <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like he was trying to get a corner i feel like he was like i'm gonna shoot it no i'm gonna pass it fuck Let me yeah i think he wanted corner. to pass it i think he wanted to pass it and then that's how that's how Mexican strikers not named Alexis Vega would finish. <laughs> yeah, I think he wanted to pass it, and then he realized there was no there was nobody in the box, and by that time it was too late. He said, "Let me just shoot it," but like it was just like too late. Man, there's so many plays in that first half. I know Polito had a few. He had a few shots that he took that he probably shouldn't have taken. Um, but then there was some. Cisneros had another play where he took a shot. I think it was, I think his was blocked. Man, it was just it was just complete dominant effort that first half, man. Yeah, Chivas, that press, man, it it got Atlas. And it kind of, I mean, Cardoso knew what he was doing. He studied the Atlas team well. We got to give him well, credit. We had, we had said on the podcast, did we say on the podcast that they looked really like some of their, because they were right behind us on the table, but when we looked at it closely, it was like very fraudulent. Yeah, we like said some they of their, were fake, fake good. yeah. And you met, uh, you met Ramon on when he joined us on the podcast last week. He said that their defense was really shaky, and that their yeah, left, the back that line. He said their right, their left back was trash. Because I remember and he was the worst I was, player. I think yeah, he was. Brizuela abused him the whole game. And I remember I said I hope Cardoso doesn't hope I hope Cardoso doesn't switch the wings and let Cisneros go play on the on the right because yeah. Brizuela is usually the better player and. And that's what happened. He abused him the whole game. Rizuela had one hell of a game too. Yeah, the whole t- man, the whole assists. team. There's, there's no one you could like say anything bad about this game. The whole team played played great. Yeah, like Bialpando was playing really well. Mm-hmm. Molina, Molina was he was a beast in the midfield, like stopping plays as usual. Defensively, we know what he brings to the table. Yeah, they both dominated the midfield. Bonsi, who who was coming from a bad game against Necaxa, like Cisneros too. Cisneros had a good game. Cisneros had a good game. I think he, I think he had a. Was it in the first half or the second half where he crossed? I think it was the start the second half, right, where he crosses the ball, and I want to say Brizuela heads it. There was two players there that had the ball. I think Brizuela yeah. heads it, he but he just it wasn't it Brizuela Molina. Just, yeah, but he just headed it bad. He's that was a good play by Cisneros. Who we give him shit, but this game we gotta give him his props. Slowly coming around on uh, Carlos Cisneros. Yeah, I mean, maybe I confidence taking, is slowly building. I think, yeah, I think it's taken it's taken it's taken time for him to get his. his I mean, this is what back. like how many games are we into the season? Is this like seven games? Uh, yeah, week seven. Yeah, 
Yeah, so this is like his this is like his eighth game in like a year. Yeah, because before he got injured, he was he was a good player. I remember. Yeah, this but, but then and that was got, like two years ago. Yeah, that was two years ago. He got hurt and he he couldn't come back. And but now, he's uh, picking up form again, which is nice nice to see. Um, let's see who else. Yeah, man, nobody nobody had a bad game on Chivas. I think Van Rankin. I'm trying to think. He might have been maybe the quietest player on Chivas. I don't really Guldinho remember. Well, the, the first half, I don't even think he like had to do anything in the first half. Yeah, the announcer kept saying that he didn't even get his uh, uniform dirty yet. <laughs> <laughs> there was one um, one Atlas shot that the, the Atlas player tried to catch him, him off his line. Yeah. Chip him from far out. Chipping from far out, and Gudinho kind of just caught it. And when I was watching the highlights before we started recording, when Gudinho caught that, he kind of smiled and laughed. <laughs> I think it's because he gave up the goal last week. Oh, that went over his head. Oh, that's pro- that's probably why he like, eh, maybe he tried to get me. He, he just he smiled, laughed. He's like, "Come on, you're not gonna catch me like that." Not two weeks in a row. No, even even that one that he got caught. That was like we we said it last week. That that header was ridiculous. That's it was like the perfect everything, perfect arc, perfect everything. He couldn't do anything. Um, but let's talk second half. I think the first ten minutes of the second half to me is where I was nervous because Atlas was trying to was kind of getting into like a little rhythm. Nervous, nervous, or like no? I was I was never really. Nervous. I was just like, mm, like, all right, guys, like, start attacking again, or or get the ball away from Atlas because they might do something. And then was, there was there was that one shot in the box that went was it wide. It, no, it, yeah, it, it was went a header wide, too. But the and then one Atlas player didn't get to head it, so it went yeah. it went out of bounds. And that was right before the third Alexis Vega goal, which just kind of killed all of Atlas's hope. And, I was um, just like, I hope they don't fucking score on us. Because you know how 2-0 is like yeah, the most deceptive fucking score line in soccer. So I was just like, just don't let this, don't give up a goal early. Because if not, things could implode. And they didn't. I mean, they, they, they really didn't give up anything. I was, uh, I was a little worried heading into the game just because it was a classical. You know how classicals are played. They always give... Atlas wants to go in and give their best ever. Like, I think Varro said it before, this is like their Super Bowl. But, I mean, like, after 10 games, and when we talked about, like, and even Ramon saying how bad their defense is, and after 10 minutes of you see in the game, like, I was never really worried. After once the game started, not even in the second half, I was even a bit. Yeah, concerned. I think there was one, there was one play in the second half where it was. Like, it was the one where the, I think, the, like Barra just said, the guy missed the header, and he was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. he would have been like right there to head it in." It was like off a of one touch. I don't remember, but I remember. I think it was a defender that came in because they ended up subbing the the defender. I think, and I think it's a defender that Ramon wanted to play too. Because I think he, I think, I think this dude had been hurt. Yeah, I think he had been yeah. hurt heading into the game, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was. He Pareja. wasn't re- he got subbed right. Off. Mm-hmm. He got subbed off. And, and the guy who came in for him, he's the one who... I don't know, did he head it or did he miss the header? I can't remember. No, he missed the header because it was a shot that went... It was a shot in the box. And then the Atlas guy, if he would have headed it, he would have deflected it right into the goal. 
but he wasn't okay. fast enough to get right. ahead on it. And I think that was um, Clipper that missed the the header in the box. I'm not sure and, who, uh, who ripped the shot. Yeah, so they they take out Pareja who who fucked up in the first half, and then on the third goal, it's this the, the defender that came in for him. He's the one that fucks up because he's the one that makes the pass. And he passes it really weak, and that's when uh, Molina comes in and steals it. So their defense is just bad. Starters, bench players, it don't even matter. They just suck. Yeah, we, we said going to the game that we looked at the, the goals that Atlas had scored, but we also looked at the amount of goals they had given up. So it's not a surprise that we scored three on them, but maybe more of a surprise that we actually did it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but I mean three zero on a classical is like a big thing, you know. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's, especially like there's been there's been in the in recent times there's been times where I'm like, oh, Atlas is at the is towards the bottom of the table. They suck and they compete and they go hard, and and the games are close. So three zero with two teams that are kind of high up on the table and right right one behind the other. I mean, you wouldn't expect a three zero, especially Chivas really wasn't a team that was scoring all these goals either. No, we hadn't. We hadn't capitalized yeah, I wasn't, on the shots I wasn't, we made. I wasn't expecting a three-zero win. Or but if, but if we want to be honest, that game probably could have been like five to six-zero by the amount of ch- like chances that Chivas had. Well, we had we had twelve shots the whole game, five on target. Yeah, but then there were like four more that like the defenders were able to get their five, foot on. Five were blocked. Yeah. yeah, we had the Ronaldo the Ronaldo play towards the end of the the game. Oh yeah, where well, I thought um, he was gonna score. Let's talk about the third Alexis Vega goal. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. So um, that was a pass that Molina intercepts, drops it off to Villalpando. No, right. Gives it to Conebrizuela. Molina wins. Yeah, Molina no. wins it. Molina wins the ball and gives it to Brizuela. Brizuela cuts around one guy and quickly lays it off to, to okay, Villalpando. Right. Villalpando. Gives him the giving goal right back. Because uh, yeah, Bielbanda was like falling. Yeah, yeah. Bielbanda went all out to get to that ball, and and he just barely like sticks his foot out and like was able to, was able to get it forward. When, um, uh, go ahead. No, and when I saw when I saw Bielbanda give the pass back to Brizuela, and Brizuela was basically wide open. I was like, oh, this is a goal. And then he just laid it off and and to Alexis Vega. Alexis Vega was like <laughs> coming in hot. Yeah, a lot of a lot of. I mean that's credit that a lot of credit to that that plays all Brizuela really because twice he's unselfish it gives the ball up to the first one to Villalpando and the second one to Vega where even on the first one when he passes it to Villalpando I felt he had already won the angle to beat the guy and he still lays it off for the give and go so so that's that's all him on that play man and yeah, Vega good, again with good the, team goal and then Vega with the calm. And perfect finish, man. Right, right, low into the low on the ground, and right to the corner, or right by the goalkeeper. He already knew. Yeah, because yeah. if he if he kicks that ball maybe a little harder, and it's a little bit high up in the air, maybe he can like ricochet off maybe off his off the goalie's uh, hand or something. But it was a low driven, a low driven shot. The goalie never even had a chance to react to it. And then he jumped right right to the supporters and threw the the double R's up. The Rough Riders. Or la- <laughs> La Reverente? Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I look into so, right? that. Yeah, he threw. He went celebrated with the the support, the Chivas supporter section. 
He's pretty Twice, bo- both the second goal and then the third goal. Well, I think... what Did he do it for the second one? Because I think they were on the opposite yeah. side of the field. He did it for the second one for the camera. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he threw up the double R's twice. Pretty dope. Rough Riders. <laughs> TMX. The, um, we were talking about the Atlas left back. I'm looking at the Sofa score ratings. He had a 5.1. So he was the worst player on the field. Who? Uh, Irving Zurita, the left back for Atlas, the one that uh, Brizuela just abused. Can you even get lower than that? Because he was pretty bad. I think 5.0 <laughs> is like the lowest I've the ever lowest. seen. <laughs> you walk into the field probably with like a 5 or like a 6 probably. A 6, I think. If we're going by FIFA, you walk in with a 6. And then when you make a bad pass, you drop to like 5.8. Yeah, he was terrible. He got abused all night. The whole defense, I'm telling you, the whole defense was, was bad. They couldn't pass the ball for shit. Nope. Let's see what else, what other stuff we ha- I have. Got the docket. Down. Well, the one time we were okay with uh, Madrigal coming on, right? Not even. Not <laughs> even, bro. Nah, that was for the standing ovation. I mean, I get it. Could have brought someone. Could have used someone else. Michael Perez is there. <laughs> um. Yeah, Ronaldo came in. Madrigal the Ron- came in. The Ronaldo one pissed me off because he threw him on the wing. Like, why are you using him on the wing? I think that's why he made the run at the end of the game because he was like, because he was on the wing, he wasn't doing shit. The ball, like, there's no threat of him even getting close to scoring. So he had to get the ball all the way from midfield and make that deep run. Yeah, unless, like, unless I see his nettles is, like, tired, I didn't understand that. That's up? Yeah, I mean, yeah. To be honest, what I thought was, I thought he was going to sub it. I was like, all right, he's he's subbed him in right now, but in a few minutes, he's going to bring in Gael for, like, Pulido or something like that. And then just switch them, and then just switch them. But he never—that never happened. Yeah, he just yeah, brought him back later. I still don't understand his substitutions. He's while the the original game plan worked, obviously, we, we you know three goals we were up. I, I don't understand his his subs. Those, yeah. It's still fired Cardoso, right? Hell yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He still, I still don't think he's like a, I mean, yes, he game plan well, but coaching isn't just, you know, having a game plan for the start of the game. Um, and Right, because especially, when, especially when, you, when you think that maybe Atlas isn't as good as what their position on the table was. Yeah, they, then, were, then, I mean, they were right, right. behind us. Right, so you don't really. Like, I want to see, I want to see as we play better teams, and like we will this week, uh, how these game plans work. I want to see him make in-game adjustments when his game plans don't work. Positive ones? Yes. Not just throwing Madrigal randomly? <laughs> like, it's all well and dandy when his game plan works from the start, but when it doesn't work and he has to make those halftime adjustments, that's what I want to see. Which I is agree. which is what we haven't seen yet. I mean, exactly. the game against Nikaxa, I feel that we got, we got kind of lucky that, that, they missed, that they missed that penalty kick. Yeah, they they put life into Chivas. Yeah, because if they if they make the penalty, they go up three one. It's a wrap. A, yeah, it's a wrap right there. Um, so there really hasn't been uh, the one game. Who was it uh, against Santos when they went down early? They weren't able to recover because he didn't know what to do. Not because he made the subs fucking late. Remember, it was like the 80th minute. We're like, yo, what the fuck? Are you? Like the 75th minute. We're like, what are you doing? Um. So, I, I mean, I'm still on the fire guard also train. But, I mean, I'm glad we won. 
I, I yeah, think like, he's I'm, fixed I'm on the, around the whole season, though. He's not going to yeah. fire oh, yeah. him. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because yeah. at this point, we're like, come on, we're like another two wins away from like almost freaking qualifying. Or being, yeah, like, or being right on the cusp of qualifying. So he's not getting fired. Like hey, I said, like, th- I think I said it last week, I was like, he's not going to get fired because we're still talented enough to beat like what all the all the all the guys we brought in. We're now we're talented enough to beat to win these games, so he's definitely not getting fired. Yeah, we're we're three points out of first place. Um, there's no, and we we've, and we have the best defense so yeah. far of of the whole tournament by far. Well, not like by far, but by one. Nah, it's not even by close. One goal. <laughs> no, by one, but if you think about it, it's really just, that all came in one game. Yeah, that's true. Who's uh? And that's where stacks are deceiving. Yeah. Who's second? Tigres? Leon? No, Leon. No, no, not Leon. Five. Yeah, Leon. Only giving up five. And then... Then Tigres. A couple of teams. Pumas. I mean, and we have a pretty good goal goal differential. Six six goals is pretty good. Yeah, this game helped that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So another, like, again, like you said, stats can be deceiving. We got three in one game. That completely helped. Well, now we got three. We got three back-to-back games. Yeah, that's true. This is crazy because if we would have won last week, we'd probably now, be in second place right now. We should be. We should be under. We sh- it should be. We should be seven and zero to be honest. Except that Cruz game that I think is just it's going to be like burned into the back of my mind. If if we don't end say top four, if we don't end top four, then that Veracruz game I think is going to be what I go back to. That one hurts think, the most. I think Chivas is going to finish just fine to be honest. Uh, What's next on the docket? Anything, anything to add for the Atlas Chivas game? Are we done um, with that? Uh, yeah, fuck Atlas. So I, I just want, I just want to say again, uh, well not again, but Villapando really impressed me. I know last week, pretty much all of us were saying that we wanted Beltran to start, and how we missed Beltran, but Villapando really, I to me at least, he proved me wrong. The thing I was most impressed with him was uh, his uh, long passes. He had a couple that were that were really. Nice. Oh, he had one to Polito in the box. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, one to Polito in the box that he didn't finish, unfortunately. But it was it was just a beautiful pass, uh, right on the right on the nose, landed right on his foot. Yeah, he finally he finally showed out like what they brought him in for, right? We said it. I think it was like the week when he was coming back from injury, where he came, he came in like for like the final fifteen minutes, and he showed a little spark of like that off those passing qualities. Um, and this game, he just put it all together. Yeah. And even his defense is good. I know he's known more for his offense, but I, I noticed him, you know, out there intercepting, intercepting a few balls, making some nice tackles. So he just really impressed me, to be honest. All right, and poor, Bel- poor Beltran. <laughs> he played. He got like two minutes. Nah, bro, I wouldn't even go in for two <laughs> minutes. I wish it, I wish the coach would tell me going for the final minute. You don't got You got to take a shower then. <laughs> yeah, like the fuck am I doing? Sweat. Sweating for two minutes. <laughs> and he went out there and gave matter for two. He was running hard, trying to get the ball. Trying to see someone pass it to him. <laughs> I don't even think he touched it. Uh that sucks. Where's let me see, bro? Those players that come in in the last two minutes, they they give they do try it really hard, don't they? Trying to get the ball. I remember Manuel Manuel Sol used to do that. Like he used nah, to come in for like. Nah, Manuel Sol was a beast, bro. That was at the end of his no, career. No, but like toward the end, nah, of, he yeah, was a beast. But I'm saying toward the end of his career, when he would be in that position, like he that would run constant, his ass. Off. That was a constant national team snub. Oh yeah, definitely. He had great hair too. 
Uh, do I need to ask who the man of the match is? Uh, Madrigal. <laughs> wow. Okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. We all we all know who it is. I mean, he was named the Player of the Week, right? For yeah. League MX. Player of the, the Week. I, the I left stuff back. Can't, can't wait till <laughs> can't wait till he gets a a Team of the Week card in FIFA tomorrow. Oh yeah. Hello is waiting. He tweeted I like know. right away as soon as the game ended. He added. <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Definitely, definitely hope I get that in my my rewards this week. I hope I hope it's the start of him. Oh, it really is scoring weekly. It didn't feel like that in the game though. Like, like yeah. after the first goal, it felt like his confidence just like went through the roof. Is that the Tata Martino? Yeah, I don't know. I what do you think? Yeah, that's what I tweeted. He came he's back out here, from national team. He's out here reversing curses. <laughs> first time a player goes to the national team and doesn't get hurt. Had had they already believed it was just practice. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's true. We should look into that. Maybe he, he fixed, missed maybe a maybe fucking wide open too. goal. Shout out to JCL quitting Paraguay. We're getting fired. One of the other. Aren't they like, like pressing charges on them or something for corruption? Yeah, they're trying to like sue them for like ex- yeah for yeah. extortion. Yeah, who is in I, Paraguay? They're trying to sue him. I thought it was, was somebody in Mexico. Them? Oh no, he. No, I think it's a player agent. A yeah. player agent that supposedly he was responsible, or I don't know that he helped out in a transfer of a player. He wanted a commission off a yeah. transfer that he facilitated. He wanted like four hundred and fifty thousand, and wanted yeah. the, and wanted it in writing, and like threatening to kill the guy. <laughs> Whoa! Threatened threat like, to I kill think, someone? Yeah, well, supposedly. Th- yes. Yeah, well, I think him and his agent. I think he says that he goes. He goes through the 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 guy said that he goes through his agent, and. Uh, yeah, like threatening to kill the guy he, that he wanted the money, and the guy's like, "Bro," because I guess the other guy was the, I guess he was the player's agent. He's like, "Yo, I, only, I my commission was only one hundred and fifty thousand. How am I gonna give you four fifty? <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I'll sort this bugging. Yeah. Mexican still. soccer show is still on Cape though. <laughs> still fuck Osorio. That's right, forever. Yeah, uh, Cape news. We don't really have any because it's Tuesday. We're recording on a Tuesday night. You usually record on Wednesday night. Um, Vega and Brizuela made the Liga MX team of the week. Vega was the Liga MX player of the week. Should have had the whole team on, to be honest. Yeah, I'm surprised it was only two players, but I guess they got to show love to other other teams. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, JJ Macias is bitter. Is mad. I don't. I don't and, know what his problem is. And scoring. And scoring. He has. I think and four goals. Well. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing well. He is. But he's so he's like retweeting all this stuff. Kind of that kind of takes shots at Chivas. So let me read off. Because he deleted though. He deleted a bunch of the stuff that he did. The only oh, one. He, he? The only one he left up was a Rafael Ramos tweet that said. He retweeted that tweet that you sent. Yeah, that's the one. He, that's the only one he left on his timeline. Oh yeah, he's not coming back. So he's the tweet says, uh, <laughs> "Golazo de." I'll, I'll I'll translate it, I guess since we're English podcast. So it's a goal from JJ Macias on America, and Chivas got rid of him because one, he has his own nutritionist and physical therapist. Two, he takes care of himself. Three, he. He used to get mad at teammates for uh, violating curfew, I guess. 
Four, he studies. Five, he, he didn't want to go to Zacatepec. Nobody wants to go to Zacatepec. And then last well, one is Chivas is... Hold on. Wait, wait. I know that might sound like slander or like a diss to Zacatepec, but Ronaldo went. You can't tell me Ronaldo hasn't come back a lot better. Is that where he went? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that's where he went. Yeah. Yeah, he's, that's where he went. And another of, of our youth, of our 20-year-olds that we sent ended up getting called to like a U20 team uh, over the fall. Hmm. All right. So, so, it's, like, so it's not... A, it's not a bad move if you have he, the right He attitude. didn't want to go, though. He, that, that is true. He didn't want to go. All right, yeah. so who's that? I mean, right, he's like this, um, he's this prospect, but that's just, that's on the player, though. I mean, the player should respect the, the coach's decision and stuff like that. It's it's on both sides, right? The coaches for maybe being dumb and not seeing his talent, and then the player for also not, not wanting to listen. But they didn't have the space for him this season. Yeah, but they have... You didn't need Madrid. Right. <laughs> but then you have Godinez, who was like a Cardoso favorite until he got Vega. I would have got rid of him. I would rather I keep think, uh, I, think, I mean, I think, it, I think there's, there's, there's blame on both sides. I think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, he wasn't being given the opportunity since, like... I think, uh, you know what else Almeida I think hurt left? him? I think it hurt... Linus's progression, how he progressed so quickly to like uh, the first team and winning the spot and his move to Europe. And because him, because Macias had that, Macias had uh, a lot of hype also when he was like 16, 17. And last season, it just kind of stopped. Not stopped, but I mean, he was barely playing, barely getting any minutes. I'm sure that. And, and, and then in America, you have Linus who's fucking shining. I'm sure he had to look at that and be like, yo, what the fuck? And then, I mean, him not wanting to play where, where they want to put you is, is, you know, you're not, you're also not a star. Like insubordination. To, to be like, yo, I don't want to go play there. Like, take your opportunity, improve yourself, and then come back. But, I mean, it ended up working out in his favor because he went to Leon and he's fucking proving himself. All right. Can't wait till he comes back to us, though. Him and Alexis Vega up top. What? <laughs> Beltran and Bialpando in the midfield. I wonder. But some, some some players also play for Chivas and they don't they don't do what they're supposed to do and they go elsewhere and it's less pressure and they're able to do it. Wasn't like, he throwing shade at Vega though? Yeah, he did throw shade at. He Vega. was. He better watch his mouth. Like Vega ain't better than him. Because Vega, oh, Vega, come on, Vega's was, a way better number nine than him. I remember See, there was like, a tweet he deleted that basically said, um, "Vega's getting all this attention." Off a hat trick that he scored in one game, but Macias has scored four goals in four separate games. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I saw. Yeah, uh, but he deleted that retweet. But I remember it now. Now that you bring it yeah. up, low. He said. Uh, he said like the difference between playing at Leon and playing at Chivas. He said something about Vega getting all this. Yeah, yeah. But he said basically the difference between playing at Chivas and playing at Leon. And then he went on to say what you just said. I was like, damn. Isn't that kind of shade of Leon too? Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, look, I'm at this shitty club and nobody notices me. But that's why Vega came to Chivas. He knew. Like, We said that. We yeah. said that when we signed him. Like, he's finally going to get his that national team uh, look, attention. Look what happened. He went to national team training camp and came back motivated as hell. Fucking hat yep. trick. See, I would have liked to keep Macias because I thought, I think he has a lot of similar qualities to um, 
I thought he could have been sort of like in that Pulido role behind Vega. Like in the future, you could see Macias playing behind Vega or them working together. But it doesn't look like that's ever going to happen. Well, we'll see. I, just, uh, I don't know what we'll, the, how much they want for Macias. The price tag? Yeah, the price tag is supposedly high. But but like, how do you bring him back if, if Leon doesn't want to pay? After everything, like all this stuff that's going on between the between him and throwing shade, like how does he come back? He has to suck it up and play. <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I think I think I don't think he comes back to be honest. Regardless of the they're price gonna, tag, I think I think they'll work something like, out. Uh, I think they'll work something out. Maybe bring in another player. Maybe Leon send somebody over uh, or we, something. Are we finally gonna get a? What's that? What's that player named Chapo Montes? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Are they still all Grupo Pachuca? Yeah, uh, I think so, right? Yeah. Or, or fuck, send us uh, Eric Aguirre. I'll take him. Word, but Leon's playing well, so they're they're a team to keep an eye on too. We'll see when we go up against each other. All right, let's talk about our next game. We got Pachuca next. I think away, right? We're playing in Pachuca. Uh, I'll double check right yeah, now. Yeah, because we just played at home, so. Should yeah, be. but sometimes it's weird and they don't follow that. No, we're in Pachuca. Yeah, we're in Pachuca. Okay. So, Palermo is their coach. <laughs> and so they was, have 11 points. Yep. Their uh, last five games, they lost one in draw, one in draw. They lost to America 3 0. They beat Bumas 1 0. Tied Lobos 1-1, beat Morelia 2-0, and tied with Puebla 1-1. So they're, the, the teams they, they've they played aren't exactly... Bro, we're watching them. Aren't strong. <laughs> <laughs> the best team they've played is Lobos. Because America is one game behind everybody else, so they only got nine points. Imagine say, bro. Imagine saying that the best team they played is Lobos. <laughs> oh no, is it? Yeah, Lobos. <laughs> I mean, it's another, it's another example of uh, the strength, the strength of schedule, and who's played the harder opponents as of now. And we have, we definitely have. Let's see what the. I wouldn't their... be surprised if we have one of the best like strength of schedules like in the whole like. If we're like the top team, or yeah, at so least like in the top five, they've scored eight goals this season, but given up ten. Their offense is not that, not that great. They're going through. I think Palermo's what like three weeks into the job, two weeks. It's they're very random. Like the first game of the season, they lost five zero, and then the they, second game of the season, they won three zero, and they, they lost three zero. They fired their coach. How have they done since they since they fired their coach? Uh, they've won and tied. Palermo's first game was against Morelia, so they're undefeated. Yeah, with Palermo. Under Palermo, yeah. We should just bring Bofo with the team this week. <laughs> it's just to uh, fuck with Palermo. I mean, I think it's a winnable game. I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I feel like we have bad luck in Pachuca, though. Yeah, I feel like we have right? bad luck in Pachuca. Now that I'm too. thinking about it, we don't yeah. really play well. I, don't remember, I, don't, I can't remember the last time we beat Pachuca. They're losing right now. They played um, Copa Mex. All right. Um, I don't know. I think 
based off who they played and who we played, I think Chivas has to be the favorite. We'll wait for uh, Flo's gambling corner to tell us <laughs> <laughs> who the who the real favorite is. Um, I think but, that's, yeah. I, I think that's as much of, as a preview as we can give, just because we don't really watch Pachuca, and I don't know any Pachuca keep, fans. I'm gonna keep it honest. I'm picking Chivas to win every game from here on out <laughs> until until someone proves me wrong. <laughs> I'm not gonna let one game. Honestly, the only game from that, the only game that the only team that scares me that I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have a hard time against them is Monterrey. Yeah, Monterrey is on fire. They're fucking, they just have way too much fucking talent. They have 20 goals on the season. So you saw that goal for the money score? Holy shit. He, he's, uh, I haven't watched it yet. It was like a rocket from I, like I saw almost Tom, midfield. I saw Tom tweeting about it. He's like goal of the, the season. Oh, no, the, he'd be coming Mexican to go play on a national team. I thought I heard he can't play though. Um, yeah, for this morning, didn't cap. He, well, didn't he, well, for like an under he twenty. Played for team. a tournament. Yeah, yeah. I think he played yeah, a game. But he's a. Uh, he's gonna attempt. He's gonna attempt to like, like, uh, submit a claim to to FIFA. Do we want him? This, nah. I mean, if he scores what? goals like that, he's not better than Alexis Vega. Come on. But he's better than Rodi Menes. That's that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. I just like a lot of like he plays on a great team, right? With great supporting cast. Like I, w- I don't know how he do if, if he doesn't have that same supporting cast. That's the only problem with with some of these players. They turn in Chucky Lozano on the national team. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flow, 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 flow is triggered. Right flow now. is triggered. <laughs> he's probably <laughs> muted and he's triggered. See, this is why I don't miss Rigo on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what you guys think of Funes Mori. I mean, I, to, I don't really watch him play like that. I don't really watch Monterrey play like. I'll just, the way I just look at it is like, I wish I could see him on a team where he doesn't have all all that talent around. You know, sometimes it's easy to score when you have that talent. I've, I've watched him play a couple of games. I think uh, he, he's he's a good player. I don't know if I want him on the national team, but he's he's a good player. I just put I'm, I just put the goal in the. In the All right, game. so let's let, let's let's think about like who's on the national team. We have Jimenez. Who's behind him? Are Cheech. we still? Are people still? Are we still calling Cheech? I mean, he's gonna get calls for the Gold Cup. They'll probably call him, but I. I All don't right, think but let's think of like a Cup. World Cup cycle. Yeah, like uh, Cheech. They'll probably be like, oh, he, Cheech needs to go. He's a leader. Like, fuck all that. Pulido? I don't think he's ever been a leader. Saldivar. Vega. Nah. Not Saldivar. Not Saldivar. I don't even think nah, he's playing on. with Monterrey. He, he heard yeah, he's behind. Goals. Yeah, he's behind Funes Mori. How's he going to uh, play over him? He, but he has two yeah, goals but already. I'm, yeah, but he's not a starter, though. No, so, all no. right. So, when you look, so when you, when we look Pulido, at... Pulido, Vega... Alright, and, and Funes Mori might be better than Pulido as a forward, as a striker. So yeah, okay, he can be on the national team. He fits, but I don't think he's a starter. I don't know. Maybe, damn, our fault. <laughs> we, we have some trash forwards. Our strikers man. suck. <laughs> yeah. Macias? <laughs> no Do we throw all, Macias man. in there? I think Macias um, will be in the conversation. If he keeps playing the way he's playing? Yeah. Has to be in the conversation. Alright, so maybe we do need Funes Mori. <laughs> I've changed my mind. 
Uh, all right, let's let's go into uh, Lowe's gambling corner. No word that, in high school. That finally paid off this week, and then we have we have a funny story about that. You guys are rich. Lowe's, I don't know about. You can tell the story. <laughs> I don't know about funny, but <laughs> all right. So update. So we finally won our first bet <laughs> on the year. Seven so, games. We, <laughs> seven. <laughs> No, we didn't start Flo's gambling nah, corner right away. It's only been like three weeks, right? Four weeks since you guys started? Four, I think. Yeah, so uh, we finally won. We put out the Twitter poll um, to all the Chivas the Norte followers, and they picked uh, for Chivas to just win the game straight up. And that was able to turn our $50 bet into $100. So we had a nice, nice little balance of $100 in our account. So the very next night, Sunday night, you know, me and Varo are thinking, all right, so we're on a nice little streak of one. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> let's test our luck and put all of our money on Cain Velasquez. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why, bro? Cain Velasquez <laughs> to win, you know, because Cain Velasquez is the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time, so it sounds like a good plan, right? Uh, yeah, so 30 seconds into the fight, he blew out his knee and lost. Nah, he got punched, I think, I think he was going to lose regardless, he could, but... He caught... He got knocked by the uppercut, but yeah, that nah, was hey, terrible. Nah, hey, 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 stick to soccer, y'all. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> nah. y'all talking about. Bro, he got, upper, <laughs> he got hit with the uppercut. You about to get hit with the uppercut. Bro, right? his, <laughs> knees, his knees buckled like a giraffe, a baby giraffe trying <laughs> to walk. Jesus. Yo, I can, I can take some Chucky slander, but Kane slander is not tolerated. <laughs> Bro, that man needs to go to WWE already. Yeah, Yo, I mean, he's old. He's old. That's, knew, that's my yeah. guy, though. I can't I, believe I, he's 37, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a, he's I'm he's a, been around for a while. I'm a casual, like, super casual MMA fan. And Flo, Flo sent me a message. Flo, like, Yo. Flo convinced me. He's like, yo, <laughs> like, put, like, put all of it on the on Velasquez. And then I started texting other people. I was like, yo, what are the... I was like, is Velasquez, like, he has a shot? Everyone's like, yeah, he should win. And then... Whatever, so I tune into the fight on ESPN, and they're like, "Oh, Cain Velasquez making his return after how many? Like three? Some, yeah, I forgot it's been, many, a, it's been like a long three time, years, man. almost like a thousand yeah. days." I was like, "Jesus, I just lost all the fucking money, <laughs> bro." Not and and then he's like against thirty the seconds into it, too, I was like, "Jesus Christ!" I was like, "Damn, well, <laughs> we start over again." Nah, man, that guy's a beast too. We were, we were playing pro clubs too while we were, while that fight was on, and I could just hear Flo's voice like, "Bro, I was, yeah, I was playing. I was on Xbox. Heart. I was on Xbox with my friend, and, and and the fight was about to start. He's like, "Oh, my pizza just got here. Let me go get it." Like as the fight started, by the time he came back, the fight was over. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> he goes like, "Yo, he's like, what happened? Where'd they go?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, it's already over." Yo, man. <laughs> Shout out to Cain Velasquez. He won me a lot of money when he beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. And that was his best fight. And he fucking was... <laughs> Against a non-UFC guy. Nah, 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 he, he had... Come on. Um, See, this this is how we know we're talking the... Junior? No, not Junior Dos Santos. What's the other guy? Rafael? No. Did you o- beat uh, Jake? Obrain? He beat all those dudes, man. But no, his yeah, his best win is probably Junior Dos Santos. He beat him yeah. twice. I was there at the fight in Houston when he beat the shit out of him for three rounds. 
Shout out to Kron, shout out to Kron Gracie too. He was on the fight. Yeah, Kron Gracie out here killing people son out. Son of the son of the goat, Hicks and Gracie made his debut. But yeah, but shout out to Kane. He was also really nice to me when I met him. And oh, you met also, him? Yeah, and he's also mailed me autographed T-shirts before. <laughs> so yeah, and now, he and now he lost all of Chivas the Northeast fans' money. <laughs> yeah, it's cool though. You know. We're gonna make it back because Chivas is gonna win the rest every game the rest of the year, right? Uh yeah, what was the difference in winning that between winning uh with the shutout? Do you remember? Uh, I posted it, but if it we wasn't a big difference, was it? No, nah, it was. Well, let me let me see, I can pull it up right now. I think it I saw, was like an eighty dollar difference or something. I saw soccer nerds tweet that. Because Sakonans responded to that tweet with... I know, they're all like, Chivas, go for the draw. Chivas like, is the favorite, but you tend to lean towards a, a draw in the Clásico. Nah, fuck that. It's Atlas, they trash. I was like, you, you see what happens when you follow stats? <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to tweet him too. <laughs> I can't what, find was it, what was it? I can't find the tweet. Let me let me find it faster than you. <laughs> the polls disappear after you make them? No. Nah, they don't. Uh, here we go. So Chivas win was a hundred, and then Chivas shutout win was one fifty-eight. So fifty-eight more bucks that we would have lost on Cain Velasquez. Oh, it's not worth the gamble. The win was good enough. Yeah. So, the win was like big enough, big big enough of uh, profit. Yeah. But um, let's All do right. let's do this week's game. Hello. Alright, so before we go to do this week, just a quick update for the futures bet to win it all. Uh, Chivas is now plus 900. So bet $100, win 900 if you were to place a bet right now uh, for them to win it all. Uh, Monterrey is the favorite still. Alright, now moving on to this week, Pachuca. Uh, so it looks like Pachuca is actually the favorite. Uh, they are favored by half of a goal. So you could put money on Chivas and they can draw and you would still win, essentially. Oh, nice. Or you could uh, bet on them to actually win the game and it's plus 280. So win bet, 50, bet $100, win 280. Or in our case, bet 50 bucks, you win 140. On the Chivas win? Yeah. So you win 140 plus your 50 back. So really, it's like 190, you know. Nice. Um, So those are the two main bets. You can either, you know, play it safe, get a half a goal. So even if they draw, you still win money. Or you can just bet the straight-up win. Or since we're, our defense is, you know, best in the world, if we want to bet for a Chivas shutout win, it's plus four fifty. So, Bro. so you bet fifty bucks, we'd win like two hundred and twenty-five plus our original fifty back. So that you, got, you just make with... up all the money we've lost. Yeah, go you going with the home. fans again or what? With the fans, say eh? fans think... gonna stop responding if, if you guys keep betting on other sports with the. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, we're not gonna bet again until uh, Canelo fights. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll yeah. probably just put up the we'll put up the survey again and see what the fans want. 
You, you guys should all vote on G Lost Shutout win. <laughs> Flo, you live in you live in Dallas? To, uh, around nah, San Antonio. Oh. The home of bad Mexican food. <laughs> nah, I wanna go to Dallas. I wanna go to Dallas. Trash take <laughs> I wanna go to Dallas for the Mikey Garcia fight. Dallas Dallas is home to trash Mexican food for sure. Don't 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 and put a, San Antonio a, in there. And a trash football team too. <laughs> yeah, they're just trash in general. You know all those all those uh Trump supporting Mexicans, they probably stay in Dallas. <laughs> Straight up. They're just different up there. <laughs> Alright, but moving on. We have got some uh, we have VAR with Varro this week. Oh yeah, VAR with Varro. Do we have anything? I don't Yeah. <laughs> Varro <laughs> once again. You don't you being unprepared. unprepared for your own segments. I don't I don't remember any controversial calls. What do you mean? <sighs> the pe- the penalty. He down near ham it has a handball in the box. No, we only do plays that would benefit Chivas. We don't do plays that <laughs> Even though all the plays you pick against Chivas, we no, only do yeah. plays I that always, benefit Chivas. I always say red card and gold. <laughs> That, oh, that, yeah. that should have been a penalty kick. I thought that just bounced off his face. No, I hit his hand. Did it? Yeah. See, next, see, bar with me says that hit his face and it's not a penalty. <laughs> the only other one was, um, one of the Atlas guys should have probably got like a red card, double bucks by like halftime. I felt like it was their center. I feel like Pareja should have gotten a red. Was his name Pareja? Should have gotten a. There was yeah, like a double yellow. So. But he should have been double booked by like the second half. But besides that, I think it was like nothing. Everything went our way, so like there was nothing to be mad about. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, right? We're done. Yeah. All right. No questions because you didn't ask. (laughs) Did we we even ask? We had questions. I feel like when we asked, they just asked what we're gonna talk about, anyways. They were gonna ask us what was our favorite Vega goal. Should we fire Cardoso? Should we fire Cardoso? No, did you guys uh, see that uh, random? That, but did you guys see that uh, that quote by by Almeida? He was, I guess he was on an interview with ESPN. He said that he said that uh, playing in Europe is not the best thing in the world. That's what he's tell, that's what he tells his players, or he's currently telling his players in, in, yeah, in the MLS because he works in the MLS now. And they, yeah, can't, like the, they can't make the jump to Europe. <laughs> yeah, like he like he didn't want to send Orbelin to Europe. And, like he didn't want to get a job in Europe. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's in the MLS, and suddenly, like, yeah, playing playing in Europe is not the best thing in the world. Trust me, I played there. It's overrated, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yo, they got they got some trash jerseys too. I feel bad for him. San Jose. Yeah, they unveiled like MLS jerseys today, and that theirs was bad. They, I don't they, even know. Are they in preseason right now? I don't even know when their season starts. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they are. Montreal had, like, the nicest kit out of all of them, I think. LA, but, uh, the LAFC hat is pretty dope. I didn't see theirs. Not the new one yet. No, I'm saying their logo, with the, just their logo in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like I like their all their gear because black and gold is just fire. Yeah. San Jose beat them, I think, in the preseason this week. I think I saw a straight goat tweet about it or something like that. Probably, yeah. And I, I saw like another headline that I made. I tried to get Bella when he was in when he was at Chivas. Yeah, I saw that. Just random stuff. But um, huh. yeah, I think we're done with the Chivas talk. We'll be back next week after the Pachuca game. Another, another after another win. And we will not cover the Copa MX game because 
We don't watch those. Is anyone watching? I watch. I'm, except, I'm not watching. Except Rigo. I watch. And then... Rigo watches and then calls him sick. <laughs> and then says he's sick. <laughs> Alright. We're out. We'll be back next week. Later. Peace.